Moon Age Daydream is a David Bowie cinematic experience. Critics are saying it's stunning, pure cinema, and spectacular. Ever since I was 16, I was determined to have the greatest adventure any one person could ever have. Moon Age Daydream, a film by Brett Morgan. Experience it in IMAX September 16th and in cinema September 23rd. Book now. Part two. I'm quite quite between that that we're live, but we are live. So welcome back to part two. Hey. Um, uh, a big thing to Grim uh, Rock for joining us for part one, and it was a great time. And we ran out of time way too quickly. I mean, this happens on on a daily with our, our guests because we get so into conversations, and it's just so much fun yeah. with all the side tracks. But anyway, big thing to Grim. We had a great time. So and it's always good, and it's, it's always kind of nice for me to rehash the first time I ever interviewed him, like over ten years ago, roughly. But uh, yeah. we have a crazy part two, man, and it's gonna be trip pretty tripped out. And, and uh, the the first thing I want to say is I want to uh, say uh, a special apology to Keep Back Ivy because they were scheduled for last week, but somehow I missed and didn't play the song, so I do apologize. So in order to make that up to you, um, Keep Back Ivy will be the first song for part two today for a hashtag down the rabbit hole. But I do apologize nice. that that happens a couple of times. I explain why because sometimes what I do is is kind of smart but kind of dumb at the same time. You know, like I cross out, <laughs> I, I cross out the song that we're playing, but then I also cross out the next one, and then sometimes I don't think about it and I skip right to the third one or whatever the song is after that. So I do apologize about that. So I remember this from when you were here actually. And I was looking at the list going, How do you follow that? You're like, Oh, it's just my system, wasn't I? Don't know. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but, but, you know, occasionally yeah. it goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean you gotta expect from time to time. Like, I mean we're not perfect, right? So Well, I'll speak for yourself, mate. Oh <laughs> well, excuse me. It does it does have a point. The British are perfect, right? So Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. uh I'm sure everybody's seen it, but uh, 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 a quick well, R.I.P. to Queen Elizabeth uh, and uh, the longest-serving monarch ever, which is crazy. But she's actually the second longest. Um, okay, well, and the reason go ahead. the reason for that is uh, King Louis the Fourteenth of France um, became king when he was four years old, 
So that is why he reigned for slightly longer. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he lived as long. I don't think he was anywhere near as old as she was. But she didn't become queen until she was twenty five, roughly, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, he became king when he was four because that was a thing then. Um, but so she, yeah, uh, she did outlive thirteen U.S. presidents. So take that. <laughs> oh, I know, man. Yeah, and she's she. Uh, what was it? The, she, the stat was something like she reigned for. Thirty uh, percent of the entire history of the USA. How so, crazy that, eh? Yeah, so the US is you know War of Independence is what two hundred something years ago, and she obviously reigned for seventy years, so about thirty percent, which is mad. Right. <laughs> <It's ridiculous. laughs> but and, you know, there you, you go. Know, the one thing I didn't, I didn't play it. I thought about making an audio clip of it is because I thought it just slightly inappropriate. But for those of you seen at the original uh, Naked Gun movie. You know the part I'm talking about where he comments about the queen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. it's not horrible, horrible, but you know. <laughs> but he, he and that the irony being is he states as Americans, despite the fact that Leslie is actually Canadian. So yeah, it's very freaking. <laughs> but you got you got you got a lot of stuff, got a lot of stuff to keep right? But either way, I uh, was switched with 95, eh? Uh, yeah, 96 actually. Yeah, yeah. Which is well, there you, go. you know, it's one of those one of those weird things, right? Where you know, because because uh, obviously for the vast majority of people in the country, well, it, you know, anyone under the age of 70, because she's been the Queen for 70 years, um, she's sort of always been a constant. I think regardless what you think of the monarchy, I don't, I don't think kings and queens and all that is a good thing. I don't think monarchy is good. Um, you know, someone's, someone's bloodline shouldn't determine whether or not they rule over you, I suppose is the way I view it. But... Um, you know, on a sort of you know person level, um, I'm sure lots of people have their pros and cons about the Queen, but it's quite interesting from a historical point of view. We're witnessing something that most people have not experienced in their lifetime, right. um, well, and because the succession now is is all male, it's also the only Queen most people would experience in their lifetime, unless there's some horrific genocide of the royal family or right. something. But um, yeah, so it's kind of it's an interesting time. You know, I, I respect people's views either way I'm, I, like I said I don't necessarily believe well, in the um, monarchy but... a, a couple of things before I get to our first song here um, there's a Canadian guy um, which I posted a couple of stuff on the reels on on my on, on our uh, um, NMS uh, um, Instagram and he, he he's put on recently put on Snapchat I think I put on the reel but if not I can post it again and he's like you guys are horrible the, 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 the queen isn't even cold yet you're already making funny memes about her and then he, 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 he points out about seven of them. They're pretty funny, right? They're not horrible, horrible. I was like, come on, guys. Like, how disrespectful can you get, right? So, but I will, I will yeah. post it. His, his name is Koki, like K-O-P-K-E. And, he, oh, he's, right. and he's so funny. He's the one that they, they posted that when it says uh, in France, uh, it says, je suis fatigué, which means I'm tired. He goes, what would you say? Yeah. Say fatigué. No, I said, he's like, like, listen to me. Like, I was like, Fancy game, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, like I was saying, uh, um, from the first Naked Gun, where there's, that was like, what, 84 or something like that. So the Queen was in the US, so it kind of worked out perfectly. It's like, well, please call us, take on the thing. And although the idea, to, uh, the whole idea of a Queen to, to us as Americans seems silly, we're still, we're still going to protect her. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think the other interesting thing um, is people have this very. 
uh, sort of bi-directional view on this, which is that you should, you know, we can only have a monarchy or a republic. And I don't think that's true either. Like, you know, people's argument against um, abolishing the monarchy is often, well, you wouldn't want President Boris Johnson. It's like, you don't have to have that either. Like, there are right. other ways. Like, th- that's just two ways. There are like a million. You could invent something, you know, that would be fine. Anyway, it's just an interesting time because it brings up a whole conversation about what is the place of this in you know 21st century i don't right. know it's right well like, i mean weird, right? i mean the monarch's been around for how long though right so i mean yeah that's you know you go back um and canadians have based our 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 parliament and put everything off the british system anyway so yeah and, and a lot of countries around the world you know based the well even the american system is based on the british it just as a president instead of a king or a queen but it's the same thing um pretty much you just vote for them as well but uh You'll yeah it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's interesting because you know you go back a thousand years or more than a thousand years in fact and there were there were loads of kings and queens right. know, across England well, in different and... regions and parts of it and it's basically just like who killed the most people to get to the point where they united the country. Right. And then even then there's, you know, it's changed a few times, but it's well, all nonsense. Two things. When, when I came to visit you and we went down, we passed Buckingham Palace because we were waiting for the change of guards, which didn't happen that day for whatever reason it was going on. But mm. we got a few pictures down there. Obviously I got you, I, I got a picture of you and Kate and, uh, and, uh, just a couple other, just like the, 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 the crest on the unnatural like, gates of Buckingham Palace and court the guards, right? And yes. So I, I know I saw that, and also like uh, I I happened to see, and I forgot about that. Think that because I didn't take the picture, but uh, a certain person that we know uh, took a selfie and got half her face in front of the Buckingham Palace. So, <laughs> I, I, so, um, so I was like, oh right, right, right. It's like, well, I, I definitely didn't take that picture. So <laughs> I, 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 I would have missed her face completely. Ha <laughs> ha, zing. So, no, and, and no, and, and to be fair, there, there, no, there's no hard feelings. So that's just that's just a really stupid joke. So, but either way, it was a great time. I, and just going by Buckingham Palace, regards whether she was there or not, doesn't matter because it just being that huge square. Because holy crap, man, was that the place ever packed? Apparently, it has six, it's got 650 rooms in Buckingham Palace. Really? Yeah. Imagine Hoover and that. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, you wake up, you're like, oh, I've got to vacuum the palace again. God damn it. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch, it's going to take me a whole week, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. It's a good thing I'm off for seven like, days. Like, uh, by the time you get to the end, it's dirty again. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? It, it just, it's something that always happens. Like, well, not the fact you're cleaning 650 rooms, but, you know. <laughs> that doesn't you know, happen to it, me very often. No, 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 no. no. But, but point being, so you clean certain things. Like, oh, okay, you get the whole thing. And then you go back to the store. It's like, oh, why is this here? It's because, like, when you, you did your vacuuming, you know, you flip stuff over and more stuff popped out that you didn't notice. You go back to like, oh, God damn it. Seriously? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It all so, gets dirty again anyway, doesn't it? That's the point. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I would imagine. It's a bloody point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. I don't know for certain, but I would imagine that there are multiple people who vacuum Buckingham Palace. I can't oh, imagine, yeah. you know, the Queen on a Sunday morning is like, right, better clean the house. Yeah. Fresh week ahead. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine Charles doing it. He yeah, right. Really. Yeah. 
I, I, of course, I've seen the meme like uh, 74 years old finally get the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Longest job interview in the world, isn't it? Right. <laughs> and, you know, at, at first, like, it's, it, was, it was weird because, like, well, not weird, but I didn't know better because, um, right at first, but uh, on probably was uh, probably uh, Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. My boss, like, around like 12, 1 o'clock p.m. our time. So, so it's like, oh, I guess, I, guess, I think the queen might be passing away or she's sick because the BBC's blocked out, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, that makes sense, right? Then, of course, I was like, oh, she passed away. It's like, oh, meh. And you know what? My, like, my boss at, at, at their job, like, I mean, he's a great guy. And sometimes he talks to me about certain things because he knows I'm the only one who might have an interest in it or um, have a little bit of knowledge about it. And it's just, just random stuff because, like, he uh, he came the other day. He goes, man, you got He goes, are you goes, are you following Kanye West on Instagram? I was like, no, <laughs> like, not, not really a big fan of Kanye. But explaining what's going on about his Adidas deals, like, like, oh, this thing. And I think that knew some people involved. I didn't really know a whole lot about, but it was a bit. But so, right. he's like, show me this stuff, and it's actually pretty funny. I mean, even even though I disliked the guy, it was actually pretty funny, right? So, so after he showed me that, I go back in the base, so I start prepping car, finish the car. Pull around. I've got a nice check. He's like, you know what? I got time for like for a quick smoke. So like, to play with take a smoke. So I'm outside. I'm on the side of the base. So I'm like out of out of shot where you no know, smoke will go into the bay, right? And then he comes up to find me. Goes, hey, look at this. Like, oh god damn it! I, I don't care. So, seriously, man, I love you, man, but I, I don't care about all, about about Kanye. So, no, that's yeah. That's <laughs> he probably thinks he should be king, doesn't he, Kanye? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and and you know I, I I can't go into it because it's just a little bit too crude. But you can check out the the Connie stuff on uh, South Park Connie stuff on on uh, Paramount or wherever you can you can see it because it's just a little bit too crude and I don't want backlash. And you know like, I dislike the guy, but I don't like you know don't dis. Well, I, I guess someone despise him, but anyways, um, if you want to look that stuff up? Go ahead because I'm not gonna talk about because it just a little bit too crass for the show and you know. We do have standards, despite what people think. So, oh yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, and most standards, of all, we, we've even got a format, haven't we? Where we sort of play some music sometimes, but mostly it's just us talking. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, um, before we get to our first song here, the last thing is um, you can uh, uh, check it out on. Uh, on YouTube or the show South Park, or not South Park, not more besides South Park, but uh, Naked Gun, because at the end of Naked Gun, he says, most of all, I want a world where, I refuse to finish that line on air, but you know what, check it out, but it's pretty funny, but it's also kind of, <laughs> so many times, not necessarily appropriate for now, but it happens, right? So, I, but I will not finish that, so you go look it up, so. <laughs> Excellent, I'll look out for that. <laughs> all right, so, and now uh, for part one, we're going to make it uh, up to keep back Ivy because we were supposed to play it last week, but for some reason I missed it. That was my fault that you apologized. So to kick off part two, hashtag down the rabbit hole, here's a very trivial song in a very cool band, a band called Keep Back Ivy, and the song is called Won't Forget You. Dig this.
keep back Ivy with Won't Forget You. So, uh, guys, so sorry we didn't play it last week. That was my fault, but I'm glad we can make it up to you because that was a great song. Love her vocals. And it just had that kind of almost, um, uh, uh, what call it, circus timing, um, um, Bino. So, like, you know, like, it's like, but it was so cool and, and I just loved it. I mean, we've gotten, we've played quite a few songs from Keep Back Ivy, but again, thanks so much for your patience. We do apologize. That was my fault for last week that we tell you did not play it. I don't know how I missed it, but I did. So it's my fault, but glad to make it up to you this week. So that was Keep Back Ivy with a song called Won't Forget You. Yeah, really cool tune. I love the strings. That was a really nice touch. Um, I know what you mean. It's a waltz, isn't it? Do, do, yeah. Do, do, do. yeah, absolutely brilliant. Really, really nicely done. Really well put together. Great tune. Really well written. Uh, but yeah, really, really like that. Very but, cool. But the, the the beat, besides being a waltz, I, I, I actually just got pulled from a, a, a Faith and More song off Angel Dust. You know, do, 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 do. Yeah, I can tell what my dad told me. You ain't never gonna mount to nothing. Doon, doon, doon. Just before it goes into smaller and smaller, you know, keep getting back smaller and smaller. Because, mm. but, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, and weird, I was talking about that with a friend today, uh, that about the album Angel Dust, because it wasn't very well received, because, like, oh, the first album was so good, and it was really good, right? But Angel Dust was just as good, just a little bit different, and, uh, it's funny because uh, she actually has two like Mike Patton dresses. So like, like pictures of Mike Patton like in a dress form. Like, that's amazing. So, right. <laughs> so big fa- big fan of Faith and More. So we talked about that for a little bit too. And I talked about how you know I've seen <clears throat> Faith and More a bunch of times. Plus their drummer Mike Patton, who drummed for Corn when Dave Silveri was off of the wrist injury. And Mike Patton also filled in for Black Sabbath a couple of times on tour when they did when they did uh, uh, um, Ozfest. Oh wow, cool! So and that that was cool, and uh, you know um, I was imagining, I didn't know that. yeah yeah cool because uh, um, was it uh, not not Geezer Butler but uh, anyway anyway he was off so Dave Dave um, um, Dave for the Bill Ward right so thank you. Thank you, Bill Walsh. So, anyways, so um, he filled in for him, right? And uh, he he done it because I guess uh, before he was kind of like um, John Paul Jones, where he's like a studio musician but did bands as well. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But a great a great drummer, man. If you didn't know that Dave Silvery was the drummer for Corn and he saw him play live, like when when he was filling in, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Yeah. 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 Nice. The, nice. Only, the only difference is Dave Silvery had very short hair. And um, the, the drummers always, always had long dreads, always. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, one last thing uh, to bring through the next song is uh, I was talking to a friend, we talked about Shell's Beat Scene. Like, oh, she's like, oh, I said Deftones. So I said I've seen Deftones too, I saw them a few times. I know I saw them once with Godsmack. There's one festival I can't remember what the festival is called in the US. And I've told the story a few times, but uh, Tina Marina, who's a singer for, for Deftones, is a huge Weezer fan, huge Weezer fan, and then oh, that's right. they, yeah. they got on the stage, and then he kind of gets right to the mic, looks across the stage, and says, "Looks across the crowd, like I just got to see Weezer," and he was so happy, <laughs> so pumped. It was like, like it was amazing. Like I saw Weezer, my life is complete, 
and then they covered Sadie and So, but uh, it was just so cool. <laughs> but you know, it just shows you that other bands do like bands they play with or they see live as well, whether they're mainstream or not. But for example, with Chino Marina from from Deftones, and just how pumped and excited he was for having seen Weezer play live like that. It's like like, and like look at his face, like my life's complete, right? So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really cool. <laughs> and that was uh, for the Pinkerton tour. So the Pinkerton had just come out. So another blue album, the Pinkerton, right? So. Right, okay, cool. And, yeah, and for Deftones, it was probably, I want to say, maybe around the, it was either around the For a White Pony, I can't remember which one, but. but right. Either, but right in there. Anyway, very cool though, nonetheless. So let's get back to the indie music. So we have an. <laughs> brand new song which came out on Bandcamp and I saw Spend and I played, we've played Spend many times and I bought their cassette and CD and t-shirt I'm pretty sure so here we go with a band called Wednesday and a song called Bull Believer dig this got him right between my shoulders
right on Wednesday with Bull Believer. And man, what a crazy mix because that was a mix of like Kim Deal from the Pixies and Dolores Orion from the Cranberries mixed with some Pink Floyd in there from, from Dark Side. Wow, wow, that was a badass tune. And I was so glad I purchased this one. So as soon as they saw it come off, I was like, oh, I mean, I was like what's it going to do too? And I'm like, all right, buying it. Mike, did you read off? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's a great shout on the Pink Floyd comparison, actually. I was just trying to think what that last bit in particular reminded me of. It's definitely got that. Um, yeah, I kind of I, I love that. I think it's brilliant. I, it reminded me of the Cranberries mixed with uh, Radiohead, like Pablo Honey, the Benz era right. Radiohead. Um, just like some of the, you know, f- feedback that was left on the guitars at certain points and stuff like that. And that kind of vibe. Uh, but yeah, that's, a, that's just a really good tune, isn't it? Awesome. Really, really strong tune from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Powerful, powerful ending. Just like proper letting out of screaming. Uh, really like that. Really good. Oh, yeah! And remember, <laughs> Wild Man knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Robot Chicken and Wild Man, check it out. Because I'm not seeing So... <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so... And <laughs> Very wise. Uh, 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 oh no, I, I I know my limits, and I'm not that type of person. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, 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 kid, you sure you, you want to clean this up? No, no, no. We will be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one one thing I, I, I'm gonna have for the show next week is because uh, I thought about this week, but I didn't have to do too much of anything, and I figured like we'll put a new ending and. The, the newest one will be from uh, Family Guy, Bill B. Mayor West. I was like, no, 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 thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And nobody's clapping. He's just going, oh, no, thank you. Thank- <laughs> Brilliant. Adam West. I must suffer now. Adam West. <laughs> All right. Um, so next up. <laughs> Sorry. That, that had to be done. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, where are we now? So next up, we have a brand new song by World Club. And the song's called Look Through the Keyhole. Take this.
club and looking through the keyhole. Uh, that was very, very tripped out to say the least. Uh, love the vocals and it just had that like a 60s, 70s reverb to it. That's an amazing, like love it. Yeah, definitely that. Yeah, there's a special kind of kind of rotary sounding reverb, isn't there? It's very 60s, 70s, and it's definitely all over that track. It's a really good tune, man. It's definitely got kind of, you know, Austin Powers vibes to it almost. Right. Um, it reminds me of The Doors a little bit as well, actually. Nice. Um, yeah, well, good tune. You know what I actually saw that popped in my head because this tune was uh, Crystal Ship? Yes, yeah, yeah that's exactly Before what Before you slip onto unconsciousness, I'd like to have another kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah that is an absolutely brilliant tune as well. Yeah, I love absolutely, that. and yeah. still, still one of my favorites. And they, when I first discovered it, um, on it was a double cassette, cassette, haha. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was LA Woman and um, what was the other one? It was, they made a double, but uh, it had uh, La America, you know. Yes, I yeah, took yeah, a yeah, trip yeah. down to La America. Doon, 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 yeah. doon. That's brilliant. Yeah. That, that and, we, go on, sorry. But all, all I was going to say is like some stuff I saw uh, uh, actually on TV like back in the day I was leaving the US uh, VH1 is they did a story time with the Doors. So it was cool because Rayman <laughs> Zarek and uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Robbie Krieger. Yeah, yeah. And because they asked, they asked him to say, "Well, what's a circle of fists?" He goes, "Well, a circle of fists is because of this for for uh, um, um, Love Me Two Times, right?" So it's like, "Oh, well, that makes complete sense now." I was like, "Like, man, he just he, he shed so much light in some of the, some of the, some of the uh, um, um, riffs he did." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's amazing, you know. And and I told story before too. Uh, there was it's been out for a number of years, but it was uh, Best of Ed Sullivan. Uh, um, and the Doors play the song, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Mike, what's the name of the song? It was, uh, um, uh, I, I have a bad Oh, it was, uh, um, because, uh, that, that, uh, they had to say, um, um, oh, light, light my fire, light my fire. Oh, right, oh, right. Yeah, sorry, so they, 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 they couldn't say higher at the time because of the, because of censors. So the guy came yeah. back. So Ray Manzarek telling the story, the keyboards telling the story. He says, "Look, the guy changes. Yeah, yeah, no. And Ray was, "Yeah, no problem, no problem." And then Jim looks around, and goes, "Man, we played the way that time. We're not changing. Yep, yep, no, we're not, we're not gonna change it. We're not gonna change it." So <laughs> they, they went on and they played it. And it was funny because Robbie Krieger was smirking, you know, because because they're doing it. And uh, and despite the exaggeration from the Elmer Stone movie, it wasn't that intense at all. It was just kind of normal. And uh, it was funny because. You know, I like Raymond's like telling the story, and afterwards, uh, the sister come back saying, "You know what? We told you you couldn't say higher on 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 air. We had you booked for six more shows. You'll never put the Ed Sullivan show again." And then Morrison looks up and says, "Hey man, we just put the Ed Sullivan show." And I'm like, oh, burn! <laughs> the proper bad of that, right? So, bit of a drama story, but still a very cool one, nonetheless. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, brilliant. So next up, we have brand new Cosmic Boss. And speaking of kind of Doors-related-ish songs, this one's called Stop Saying 1984 to Prove a Point. Sorry, sorry, to make a point. (laughs) Take this. Cosmic Boss. 
to prove a point <laughs> and man what a tripped out song that was like holy crap and I'm not sure to double check but I think that might be the same year that the Back to the Future came out so great Scott party <laughs> <laughs> I think it was around then was it? maybe it was 85 uh, probably like, yeah if that's right yeah, yeah it was 1985 you're absolutely right 1985 because or whereas something fifth 1985 like, <laughs> fair enough I was born then so I couldn't tell you when it you were right yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great tune. Really, really cool tune. I love that right at the end when it's pretty much just the vocal and you can really hear the harmonies really well. It's just you realise how perfectly done that is. Um, but yeah, brilliant tune. Really tripped out. Really enjoyed it. And we'll get to our next song here in just one more. It's going to queue it up here. So two moments, please, and thank you. No worries. One more moment. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and just another moment. <laughs> okay. That didn't work. So, um, I'm going to try this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, there you go. Right. Hey. All right. So next up, we have a brand new song by Cat Brian. This one's called Center of the Earth. Take this. Mm. 
excuse me, Cat Brian and Center of the Earth. That was a great tune. I love her vocals. That was a tripped out song and very heartening to say the least. Uh, man, oh, what a great tune. So thank you so much to Cat Brian for sending this along to us. So there you go with Cat Brian and Center of the Earth. Yeah, absolutely fantastic tune. Again, like, it is really tripped out. Uh, really, really just well kind of sung. And it has that almost, well, it's not a break beat, but I can't really call it, but that kind of just the beat that runs through that kind of adds dynamic and then the vocal is quite kind of minor and melancholy. It really balances really well. Brilliant tune. Love that. Right on. Well, man, next up we have a brand new song by Cosmic Soda. A song called Hands Off, She's Mine. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> Handprints. Three days it took me to polish that. Show some respect, eh? Unbelievable. <laughs> right on Cosmic Soda with a song called Hands Off, She's Mine. And you know what? That was a great tune. And I guess we, we, we can all kind of relate to it at a certain point, right? So, uh, and and not, not in an aggressive way, just being in, in a subtle, loving carrying away right so <laughs> nice recovery nice. thank you thank you <laughs> that was good uh, yeah that's a really cool team man 
I really enjoyed that. I thought it had a stone roses kind of feel about it. Good point, yes. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. There's <laughs> 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 so subtle but so direct at the same time too, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> my medication's wearing off so it's just like I'm going to have short responses for the rest of the show that's right, no problem so next up we have brand new song by uh, artist called Home for Center, this song's called Hippocampus, do this Thank you. 
Right on. House for Sinners, a song called Hippocampus. Uh, obviously, it was uh, instrumental, but what a great tune. And it got very intense at some points, too. And I love instrumentals like that, where they, they, the characters were pretty cool. It's pretty chill. But also, they like super intense, like, holy fuck. You know, like, and that's exactly how the song was. And it's such a badass tune. So thank you, House for Sinners, a song called Hippocampus. Yeah, fantastic tune. Really, really like that one. Um, properly tripped out and chilled out, and like you say, loads of tension and stuff in it, which is really cool. Really enjoyed that. Right on. Next up, we have a brand new one by Amongst the Pigeons off his new album, and this one is actually probably the first one of the album, and it's a song called uh, um, Blockade, and it's probably just or slightly over a minute long. So I'll be tweeting it before it gets out, but. Here you go with Amongst the Pigeons and a song called Blockade. Dig this. Pigeons and Blockade, I knew that was a super short song, but very cool nonetheless. Very tripped out, kind of hard, pulsing beat right there. So, almost on tweeting it, but not quite, but a great song. And it's a great <laughs> piece available in Bandcamp right now. So, go ahead and purchase it. Trust me, it's totally worth it. Yeah, definitely. Very, very cool tune. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, really, really good tune. Uh, like, proper quick, but it just, yeah, it's got atmosphere and you know, just a bit of a, a pulse to it, which is really cool. I really like that. Well, two more things here. I finished tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. But you know, can I do so much as one, so much at once to, to multitask? So, mm. yeah. all right, okay, so done. Okay, so <laughs> next up, we have a brand new song by the Mo Experiment. Uh, the new album is out right now. It's called Smoke Rising. Do this. I said it all in love, yeah, I'm gonna burn it down, 
with Smoke Rising off his brand new album which is available on Bandcamp right now and uh, um, you know what it, it, it was such a great tune and uh, you know it is actually you know what, what come to think of it I can't remember the name of the tune but it's off of some great song uh, uh, Down on the Upside and uh, it's mm. like halfway through I was like the, the one that goes doon 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 do 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 do
Uh, I know the tune, but I'm rubbish at song names. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good. I'm not normally good at all looking at myself, but anyway, it was a great tune. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, really, really cool tune. Um, just the, the build-up of the whole thing, I think it's fantastic. Just from start to finish, it really builds. It's brilliant. Right on, man. Well, we still have a few more songs to get to tonight. So next up, we have a brand new song by Sapphire V. Oh, this is a good one. And uh, there's two songs released off the new album. It's called Accent. It comes out, I think, it's, I believe it's a few more weeks. And I would like to have her back on for an interview. And uh, the start of the season has already started for NFL, so I will see what she has to say about that stuff. <laughs> so... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can do it before we got on air that way we can kind of talk about it then kind of go over to the music but uh, yeah at least fun regards we can talk about it regardless just a little like a little bit right so yeah yeah <laughs> I'll just listen right exactly right so I mean, that, that was so much from the last time just because it's perfect time it wasn't done potentially but perfect time it's with Michelle she's, yeah. she's, she's in New York State so she's a Buffalo Bills fan I'm a Lions fan but anyway so we have brand new music by Sapphire V and this is a song called Connect and this is the Sawtooth Severed mix. Take this.
Sapphira V with Connect and as a Sawtooth Severed Mix. Uh, this is a great tune. Um, I pre-ordered the album on Bandcamp, which you guys knew as well. Uh, we did get a copy of the full album from her label as well. It's a great album, but I still want to keep in tow and play it as they come out. But uh, Sapphira V, like, she, she's always got great stuff coming out and she's always a lot of fun to talk to. So, we will set her up for an interview again very, very soon. So, we'll see uh, the third week of October. So, not the first, not the eighth, but the 15th, I believe, would be the Saturday, maybe the 14th. But anyway, uh, this is a great tune. And man, holy tripped out. And this was like, it had a little bit of a, a, bit of a 90s um, um, kind of house feel to it. Mm. Yeah, it definitely had a house thing. It was pretty dark, pretty hardcore. Um, I love the beat, I love the bass line. Uh, it's kind of industrial, it's definitely housey. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really good tune. Love that. Right on, man. Well, next up we have brand new Bill Fever with a song called I Paid for Love. Do this. <laughs>
right on Bill Fever and I Paid for Love. And he was kind of since his new P uh, a few weeks ago. But it's a great P, and man, like all the tunes are so kick ass. And uh, Bill, we will get you back on for an interview, and we're going to say probably close to the end of October, maybe um, beginning of November. But uh, man, great tune, like, love it, absolutely love it. Yeah, really, really good tune. Uh, I mean, he's just incredibly talented, isn't he? From start to finish, he's just a very, very talented person. Uh, love the little guitar mix, uh, little sides and stuff, really cool. Uh, yeah, really, really good track. Love that. All right. So next up, we have. Oh yes. So we're going to be playing um, uh, Elba Rose again. Elba Rose is a, a, a artist from Brighton. And yes. uh, this song um, came out before the most recent one we played. It's one called uh, uh, Diamond Like. And this was about her going through her depression, trying to work things stuff out. And uh, so, a pretty, pretty deep song. But she has a great voice. And uh, she's trying to, trying to break out like everyone else. And we want to help her out. And uh, I messed her about an interview. So, hopefully, we get an interview with her soon. But here we go with Elba Rose and a song called Diamond Like. Take this.
Coco Rose with Diamond Lake. Uh, this is a great tune, and this came out uh, just a couple months ago, and she was very open about it, and this is unfortunately uh, about her depression and how she got through it. So she got through it, which is amazing. But, um, <clears throat> no, she's, she's had some issues, and she played a show uh, probably about a week ago or so, I think she posted on, on TikTok, and it was really good. And her most recent single is a song called Dead End, which we played a few times. But she's a fantastic voice, and I, I have um, messaged her on the open feed and on TikTok to, to ask her for an interview. So hopefully she gets back to us and she and she agrees because I'd love to have her on talk to her uh, talk to her about her music. And uh, she's a such a wonderful, such a, a, a um, wide range of vocals, but she can hit those low tunes really well. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Her voice is beautiful. Uh, the way the song sort of you know builds to a, a bit of a crescendo at the end is really nice but yeah it's a it's a brilliant tune and she's a brilliant songwriter i think she's excellent right on. and thank you tiktok for our discovery for that and as well as angela powis who is yes um, amazing course, yeah. <clears throat> i love watching her stuff and listening to her stuff as well as calling on captain so like a, a kind, of, kind of punk emo band so we have a few more songs to get left to get to tonight. So next one up is a brand new one by First Space Runner. This one's called Dead Wood. Do this. <laughs> Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
right on. That was first base runner with a song called Deadwood. Uh, that was a very tripped out. It, he's uh, another great artist from Texas, just like Tex Bag Shulman. So, um, this is a great tune, and you know what? This is one guy we need to set for an interview as well. So, I will send him an email and see what we can do for October, like later on. But uh, yeah, first base runner with Deadwood, and it just very tripped out, and he just like nothing, not not the sort of thing you expect out something out of Texas. Like it, is, it has it and it's that's not a bad thing. That means it's very tripped out and very kind of sullen <clears throat> and got that uh, um kinda atmospheric uh, uh um um roundabout to it so it is very cool and you know something out of Texas you wouldn't expect that you expect like hard rock, rock and roll, like country kind of something but not this, but this is just badass as hell. Love it. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, he's. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Really, really, really cool. Um, really like that. It's it's just got a proper. Um, it reminds me of. Um, oh my god! Uh, what are they called the Divine Comedy. That's it. Okay. Reminds me of the Divine Comedy um, in places. Some of his music. Cause it's just something about the guitar sound. I think. Uh, but yeah, really good. Love that tune. Definitely love to be in the video. I think that'd be really cool. Right on, man. Well, next up we have Bait, who we haven't played in a long time. Their EP came out in April of this year. So this is a song called Electric Murder by Bait. Dig this.
right on bait with electric murder now man how tripped out was that song seriously like, <laughs> wow uh, yeah, they're just they the, the taper off the kind of the, 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 the way like holy crap, man! This is a great song. This is a great beat, regardless. But man, what a great tune! Yeah, it's proper good. Really, really tripped out. It's got a kind of '80s vibe, which is pretty cool. I uh, really like it. Right on. So just two more moments here, and uh, we're going to go into our last two songs of the night. So. Uh, There you go. Okay. All right. So our second last song here is a brand new one by One Blind Mouse, who just released it today with uh, Name Your Price, but the song's called Contrary Poppins, and this is uh, <laughs> a stylophone remix. Take this. Love this.
right on one blind mouse with country poppins telephone mix and Stu honestly like what in the actual fuck was that <laughs> like like wow I mean that that was beyond Triptel you, you never know to accept from, from one blind mouse but holy Christ you like man I, I I I don't even know where to start I'll be completely honest with you so, I think it's I think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it, it's definitely a, a fantastic song for sure. But just like, I just I was like, well, Isaac, I, I don't even know where to start. How to, to be in to, you try to describe this? I mean, like, oh, I don't know how you describe it, but yeah, I love it. It's um, I'm, I was reading a tweet he wrote, which says it's a stylophone recorded using the soup can mic, which I've got one of those. They are fantastic. It's it's literally a soup can with some holes drilled in it and a pickup put in it and then a bit of like cloth over it and that's the microphone it's really good uh to a quarter inch tape to a zoom h6 digital whatever that is and also into a sampler and some other stuff too and he says it's honestly pretty ghastly yeah <laughs> oh thank you that, that helps out quite a bit so uh, i love it yeah that's no, brilliant i mean you know this is what he does right he records amazing weird cool stuff and it just pushes the boundaries of what you would expect to find for uh, sure. the independent music scene it's absolutely brilliant i think you could probably probably call that esoteric i suppose well, um we are gonna give him a quick shout before he's our next and last song so uh this is my here so <laughs> here we go again <laughs> there you go and our last song that we have brand new summer moon uh thank you to amanda and it was her birthday just the other day so happy birthday amanda and thank you for singing the song along here so here we go with summer moon a song called out of control dig this
Right on. Brand new Silver Moon with the song called Controlled. And a big thank you to Amanda from Silver Moon, the, the vocalist for Silver Moon, for sending this to us. So we talked the other day and uh, a belated happy birthday to her. Um, I did wish her happy birthday on the day, which took uh, three or four days ago. But either way, thank you so much. Um, um, Silver Moon is a great band. We've had them on the show as quite a few years ago, but we should them on again soon. But great tune and very kind of... Um, um, kind of house techno and uh, kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Mr. Jimmy Jamal. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah, Sim- I think they live in a similar area, don't they? I think they've gigged together possibly as well. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, really, really cool tune. It definitely, you're right, it's got that sort of techno feel to it, isn't it? It's kind of a pulsing, deep beat, which is really, really cool. Um, I love the... Uh, kind of slightly creepy keyboard bit at the end <laughs> um, yeah very good team uh, happy birthday I, I think I missed that in the week but happy birthday uh, and uh, brilliant new song and, um, great way to end the show and part two in the show man right on well a uh, big thank you to Grim for just for the first part for our interview you know a little bit later yeah. that happens but it was a great part one pretty heavy and pretty punky as well and a very chilled out part two. So we just want to thank everybody who continues to listen and who will listen to part one and part two of MS. But until next time, which will be next Saturday, we'll have uh, Mr. Ron Bozon. And he promised, well, kind of half promise he may or may not be sober. But until then, this has been Dr. Bones saying Bones Out. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, big shout out to Grim. And thank you, Grim. And Mike Five saying, I'll leave you with one little story. Please. Um, which is, uh, obviously I've got a bit of a cold, which is slightly annoying. I don't know if I've mentioned that enough times. Uh-uh. Uh, but I, but I, um, I had to change from my headphones to my earphones because I forgot to charge my headphones uh, halfway through the show. And uh, just a little while ago, I sneezed when we were playing a song and both of my earbuds just popped out on the floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's, that's the story of my evening. This is um, that you, son of a sneeze. <laughs> 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 Anyway, it's been a great show, man. Thank you. Great interview and everything. And uh, yeah, cheers. Right until next Saturday at 5 p.m. or thereabouts. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Four yeah. <laughs> months out. Do this. Thank you, Krieger. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-dink that! Trigger out.